You're listening to the RSL Random Fan Podcast, the podcast for Real Salt Lake fans of every age and level of soccer knowledge and experience, even for those who have never played the game. Your hosts are lead instigator and Real Salt Lake fan from the beginning, Brant Goble, Major League Soccer OG and national team lover, Tyler Thomas, and the kid who keeps them all in line and the only one with any fashion sense whatsoever, Brennan Goble. On the podcast, they share their random thoughts after every Real Salt Lake match, win or lose. Besides team and game commentary, they work to bring you the highest quality Real Salt Lake and soccer community content. Content that includes interviews with Real Salt Lake insiders, current and former players, and random fans just like you. They also talk soccer from around the world, from the U.S. men's national team to little clubs like Manchester United, Arsenal, and my personal favorite, Tottenham, and the behemoth that is Crawley Town FC. Enjoy this episode of the RSL Random Fan Podcast. All right. RSL versus San Jose. Kind of turned out how we kind of thought it would. I thought anyway. But oh, I thought we were going to win by four. I wasn't expecting much. I was very disappointed. And I was rewarded. <laughs> I got exactly what I expected. So let's talk about the lineup. McMath in goal. And then we had Brody, Glad, Vera, Oviedo across the back line. Midfield, Savarino, Ojeda, Palacio, Luna. And up top, Arango and Chicho Arango and Rubin. On the bench, Chain, Julio, Lovelson, Silva, Beavers, Krylock, Hidalgo, and Gomez. Andres Gomez, not the goalie Gomez. Not, not the mysterious Gomez that doesn't really exist. Yeah, he's never actually played for us. Has he? I think he's played one MLS game. Nope. But he or did, did play, he play like a cup or something like that. He played in one of the tournaments last year. Yeah, hmm. but he could have been, you know, a skinwalker or something. <clears throat> yeah, he's technically never. Uh, okay, so let, let's start off and and let's get a couple things out of the way right away. So a couple people missing from this. Ameka Nelly, I think he should. He's the one that we probably were looking to see and we didn't see. Mm-hmm. Um, could have been. He was on the bench. I missed it. My apologies. Could have been. Um, no, I mean in the starting, starting lineup. lineup. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know why. Do you guys know? Do you have a reason why you would think Anelli might? The only thing I would think is that three games in the week. Saturday in San Jose rotation. Wednesday. I'm guessing an Anelli starts against FC Dallas. And then we have a game on Saturday at home with just drew a blank. Because I was thinking about it, but it is Vancouver. Yeah, the white caps. So I I I can understand that. However, I think Hidalgo and Anelli are both better equipped to handle Cade Cow. They're both bigger guys, more physical. Uh, which this team needs right now. We need a physical presence. And Vera provides it on the left side. Glad provides it on the right side of central defense. But we're not getting a lot of physicality out on the wings. And I think we're kind of getting beat up there. We had Oviedo on one side, who we've talked about. I support it. I support it. Maybe past his prime on the left. as a. But if you're going to have Oviedo and Brody, you don't have a physical presence there. Yeah, and I think it takes us down a notch. Brody doesn't like to get anywhere near somebody. Well, and and so 
I think what happened was two things, two big, big things happened that threw this game totally out of the normal performance of a Real Salt Lake team, which we know and love. And I think it made the game kind of suck. <laughs> uh, and the first one is the field. Um, three different times, Luna just straight up fell over. Right, the 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 field, bad. No, I'm uh, sure. Would we wet. call it bad? But don't wet? they? Why? 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 Is it, Brant, tell us what happens. Well, they say it every time. If you've been watching Major League Soccer games or San Jose versus RSL in their stadium, and it was happened before every time they talk hey, about it. every single game in San Jose. As soon as the sun goes down, the moisture the moisture comes up and the and the Field gets slick. In every game we play in San Jose, how come people don't have on longer studs? And people are slipping and sliding around. Yeah, Maybe they think this game is going to be different. This time it will be different. And I think if we don't prepare for that, there's a big word that pops to mind, and that is naive. Mm. If we can't prepare for a slick field and play accordingly or practice a couple times, at the time we're going to play and understand the conditions, then that's such a naive approach for our favorite team. Ah! So there's also a trend and it's not scientific, but it just seems to be a trend. And when you're, when you're not in great form, everything seems like it's terrible. Yeah. But every time RSL has had a break in the last little while, we saw what happened after they, um, Got blown out of the league's cup. They had a nice break. They should have been prepared. Houston runs right over them. There seems to be a trend. It could. It's a natural. Probably you lose your your edge, but for it seems to be magnified with this team over the last couple of seasons. They get on a roll. They have a break, and they don't seem prepared at all for the next game. Yeah, and I think that's naive. That that typically manifests itself with youth. Right, young guys stepping into the position, not quite ready to fill that spot fully. Like they're they're playing and they're they're doing the job, but they're not they're not taking it up to the level that we saw just a few games ago. Right, and I think that anytime you step into a, a team, you want to try to make it better. You want to do something better than the guy you're stepping in for. And I think there's so much youth in our midfield right now that uh, it it makes it very difficult to be cool, calm, collected, composed, and capable at this point. <clears throat> yeah, it was, it's really interesting because RSL has had a pretty bad run of games. The last 10 games in all competitions, they've won four and lost six, and I think they've only won one out of the last five. Ouch. That's tough. So I think it goes back to your naive question. Are they naive because they haven't made any changes? They're just, is Pablo just expecting if we go out there and we do the same thing, things are just going to turn around because it's turned around before? So, I mean, I think people are blaming the injury to Pablo Ruiz. And I think there is a somewhat of a part of that that is valid. However, I think everybody was playing at a higher level 
and he was helping, right? And now we've kind of knocked it down a couple notches, and it's not as good all across the board, especially with the other person that's missing from our run of form, Danny Musovsky. Why is he missing? Well, because they left a gate open, and uh, he and just the moose got off. loose. He was in an F-35 the other day, and no. <laughs> He's not playing. He's refusing to practice and play because he has not gotten, gotten or been given or offer for a new contract. And he was promised that when he came over that they would rework his contract. What? And he hasn't been given a new contract. And so Dunny, on talking Real the other night, said he's turned his back on his team. Which sounds harsh, but if Dunny said it on air, then like you interviewed him last week. I mean, how did you feel like he? Do you feel like he's a pretty straight shooter, pretty fair? Yeah, in a sense, but he might have had have a different attachment to the club than what Moose would have. Um, that's a little tough because yeah. Moose has got to look out for him. You know what I mean? For sure. He, he got traded from LAFC over to us. We we weren't expecting much, and then he shows up and does more than what he was expected. I mean, that I think that deserves. You know, that confidence of knowing that they're analyzing you and giving you an opportunity. He's 28. He's playing, I think his contract's about 90 grand. And he thinks. Only 90 grand? Yeah, somewhere along there, in there. So he's not getting paid what he thought he was going to get paid. Okay, get out of here, man. I don't care if I'm like, oh, yeah, right until I die, RSL. You're, the guy scored what? How many goals? I think he this scored year? nine this year. Hasn't nine he? this year, and he's making ninety thousand dollars. We'll have to double check. No, I, what? I think he's. I think he's at six. I could. Oh, be wrong okay, enough. no, Dunseth. Uh, no, that's that's unfair. That guy needs to have a living. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's how it, the approach is that. The way you do that is by showing your play on the field, and you if he earn had your can, new contract, earn your new contract, or he's a free agent at the end of the year. If he continued to play and had a good season, that increases his ability. Oh, he already has a good ability. to get a better uh, land at a better spot. That that's coming from the side of help me, and then maybe I'll help you. That's not coming because there's no guarantees. He's not he's not coming. This is his first year. Well, no, well second year, right? Right. And RSL picked him up. He had a knock when they picked him up. He was injured. Mm-hmm. I kind of see both sides, but I lean more towards the play on the field. Yeah, like don't don't turn your back on the club. Like as a fan, right? Like I want to see him out there. But what is the club doing that makes him do that? Because it's not like it's just all of a sudden. Oh, you guys didn't sign a contract. Okay, I'm not going to play. No, there's right. got to be some sort of conversation of like, hey, where do I get a contract? What's the thing? Right. And if he doesn't have confidence of what they're saying, then the, obviously we're failing him. I think there's there's a obviously yeah. We uh, were in all of the board meetings, and we can't. Oh yeah, we you can't were, disclose. Yeah. We can't disclose uh, our nope. top no, secret sorry. info. But I do think there's probably. <laughs> nope, we got nothing. <laughs> we got nothing. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's obvious. But okay, <laughs> I think that if just looking at it, so you you come over to a team, they say, hey, you know, come over. We want you. We're going to give you. Uh, we believe in you. Show us what you got, and we'll give you a, a long term deal. And yeah. it hasn't happened so far. Yeah, that's super frustrating. I, I would, I don't know. I just don't see that being as a, an issue for him. I mean, give the guy a contract. 
Yeah, Moose in in uh, all competitions has five goals, four assists, which is nine. Five plus four is nine. I was close. Yeah, nine. <laughs> That's where he got the goals plus assists. <laughs> so he's top of the team with Severino. $90,000. Pablo Ruiz had four and four when he well the frustra- 17 games. The frustrating which- thing is, is like Pablo, Pablo's gone. We're going to blame, blame, blame that for our quality. We're always going to say, oh, if we had Pablo, we'd be better. Now that we don't, we're going to fail. Blah, 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 blah. But let's not use but, it as an excuse, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. We, we purchased a very expensive player in Palacio, right? Over a million dollars. And he isn't fitting in with the style or dynamic that we're trying to make him do. I mean, he's pivoting back very far, like doing like this weird center, fu- back, stuff. center back stuff and never moving forward. And it's opening up 20 to 30 yards right in the center for whatever team to do whatever they want. And then you have slow guys. Luna is not fast. You got Oviedo that's not fast. There's, we're not we're not going to be able to move the ball to the upper third with any sort of um, strength or you know confidence. It was it's very frustrating because right now that eleven that eleven is essentially our strongest starting eleven. Um, I mean, some could argue that you know Hidalgo and Anelli need to be put in, but realistically, that's that's our strongest midfield, strongest up top. And we're seeing just a stupid level, like a, just just a really, really poor quality on the field at the moment. And I don't know if a hoorah is going to fix it. I think uh, you know more like a back to back to basics. You know, like this is what we need to do. Let's go over the plan again, rather than hey guys, let's do good. You know what well, I mean? Well, and I think if you keep playing the kids, you're playing for the future because we have guys that we could step in and get some. You know, little Scotty Caldwell. No. We could go back to him, and he would he would cover the midfield better. He would he would be able to pass the ball. He's a little bit better passer, I would think. But the I think he's not getting better. He's thirty two years old. He's not he's not going to be better next year. I think he, we're playing for next year by playing Palacio along with Ojeda because they're both young. Well, I don't think I don't think it's age. I think it's quality and skill. Because Ojeda is a fantastic center back or center mid, yeah. And then Palacio is supposed to be just as good. So that way we could have a sub, like a quality sub, so we can do a rotation of three, at just 22. like two. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't. I don't want like the idea that it's the age that's the issue. They've been in the league for long enough that they understand it. And see, Ojeda has been a pro forever. Yeah, and see that that's why I keep going back to naivety, naivete, if you will. Because if you're a pro, you know what you have to do to get a goal, right? Like, like when when you play at a high level, you know you got to bring your A game, and you got to give it your full burst of speed to get by someone to score a goal. And it just felt like throughout the whole game, time and time and time again, it was like I'm just gonna do a half kick. I'm just gonna go in three quarters on this one. And it just seemed like Glad was marking that way on the on the crossed ball, right? It felt like Vera stepped up that way on the first goal. There's 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 something changed in the formation with Palacio. There's something changed because I mean Pablo or Ojeda or Lafosin they never played that far back, and they always pivoted up front. 
But now that Palacio is here, Palacio is playing more like a center back, and it's changing how people are marking, and it's ruining our back four. It's it's really just a change in tactics, I think. Yeah. And we're we're not being successful without those or, choices. Or not a change in tactics, and he's well, just playing the position differently. Playing the position because I I think we the question could be, do we need to change the formation, or is Pablo just going to stick with this four four two and get run over in the midfield every game or is there something we can do we don't have without moose do we really have somebody that pairs well with chicho and if we don't maybe we have chicho with a lone striker as a lone striker and bill from bill change it up in back of him so maybe you have four two three one or something well i think i don't think the formation needs to change i think we what we do with the formation needs to change i think we have the players to set up a four four two so switch it to a four three three wouldn't naturally do anything we would still be essentially in the same players because he's going to do a double pivot regardless well that's i don't think pablo's going to change i think i don't think we have the the two midfielders that are going to play the same as whoever was next to ruiz which was kind of surprising that he's had such a big impact on by not being here. Mm. And they haven't adjusted. It takes a little bit of time. Seems like they adjusted well. We'll get to it in the second half. But. Well, here, here's something I noticed as well. Brody, and I, again, I don't know if it was him being naive or him being soft or him being non-aggressive, but the last couple of games he has not been aggressive. We're not seeing the squirrel runs. We're not seeing him do the dodgy thing and get by people. That's his game. That's why he's good. And we're not seeing it. I think I saw one squirrel run the whole game. And it led to a good chance that went wide. But I was so disappointed to not see the darty squirrel run. And and it was like every time the ball came to him, he played it back. And I'm like, is that soft? Is that naive? Where's that attacking front foot action? And on the other side, I think we had it. I think we had it from Oviedo. But... He's trying to combine with Luna, who's not great at combining. You know what I mean? It was like, it was, it was ugly. Yeah, when I saw the lineup, I was a little concerned with Luna and Oviedo on the same side. I I don't know if Luna's best position is on the outside. He might be you. He might be better in the middle, like a Ooh. withdrawn. You know what'd be fun? You know, we just mess around and they put Ojeda and Luna together. And then we put like Julio on the wing or like something stupid like that. I think that would throw off a lot of players or well, a lot of teams, not players. He's fast. Put him on the wing. See if you can isolate him out there. We we can't get him anything down the middle. Well, if you go to a four-two-three-one, you could have Luna in the middle, and then you've got him to be playing off Gomez, Julio, Savarino, Chicho, whoever's around him, and then you could play um, Ojeda and. Whoever's next to Ojeda. A four-two-three-one is oh, like a really aggressive attacking style. We don't have the players to support that. That's we why. We, that's why we need the two center midfielders. And well, we would still have them with the two. No, no, no. I'm just saying with what they need to accomplish in the midfield, they, we don't have the attacking players to do it. It's like a role of responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And and the, the sad thing is, is like, who do you, who do you go to? Right. Everybody on the bench has been put there for a reason 
you know yeah, and i think it's not like jock I, I think we're close right there and we you know i think we're really close we could we could do door. something with what we have it's just we're being a little stubborn at the moment well i think without ruiz i think it's kind of exposed a lot of the other players as being good players instead of great players we have some good we have a team full of good players with a couple of great players well there's like there's chicho and then it was probably pablo ruiz the two best players on the team right i know i know i know he's he's earned it for this season and That's it's so pain, funny he's been injured say. for like what five five games or something like that and it seems like you guys are starting to make him seem better and better and better every time we lose i'm, I'm trying not to do that but what the heck because this is so 180 from the beginning well he had pablo Ruiz has had his best season at rsl oh my gosh you guys doubted so, him forever i know and he's he's proved us wrong so, so you got those two players up top then you've got players like Saverino and maybe glad and maybe that are very good that are very but, good but and even then after Severino, that, the way Severino shot he had three shots and they all went oh, that, that right losing, at the keeper losing so, confidence and but, i'm like that is such a naive shot right like i mean i keep saying naive but we played the whole game that way but my point go back to my point is that the rest of the players are good to not good Good to oh, not good. Good to not <laughs> That's good. That's the range. That's a real good point. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's players that are on the up and coming. Like, Anelli is a good player, but you've also got other players that uh, Beavers is in that up and coming. I mean, he hasn't proved it yet, obviously, because he's McMath. But we have a team hasn't sat him down. He hasn't set McMath down. We have a team of good players and kind of being exposed. They need to step up their game. Or we're gonna bomb out of the playoffs, and well, we and there's still so many things we need to do in the off season to improve the team. You're already talking as though the season's over. Well, it's gonna be at some point. Well, let's go back to the first goal. On well, the first yeah, let's goal, talk about the game. Three things went horribly wrong, and if any one of those three things get buttoned up, we we stop that, right? First of all, Vera's behind the play. He didn't track back fast enough and step up. Because if he would have, he would have stepped and he would have been closer to the ball coming in between his legs into And he the box. should have expected that Brody's going to give the ball away. Because that's a big... <laughs> I don't understand it simple, the way they're talking. Like, it's a simple pass out to Brody. He, go, he, he ricochets it off his shin right to the San Jose player. He turns around. Because it skipped. Because he's naive. Didn't <laughs> think it would skip. Naivety. Oh, grown annoyed. Already from that word or yeah, me? Just no, the, <laughs> the whole naive, thing. Naive, yeah. <laughs> it's very naive. Anyway, mm. so the ball gets played inside. He reacts late, but he steps up hard, which I like. He's he's an aggressive defender, but they knew that. They're not naive. <laughs> so he plays it through his legs, and then who's making the run with him? Palacio, Palacio watched <laughs> Palacio him. Made the run with him. He kind of. He didn't run all the way with him. Naivety. He didn't even know he was behind him. It was supposed to be a communication play. Glad needs to know to say Palacio man on or something like that. So that way Palacio knows how to play it. Vera did nothing wrong going off. forward. It no, was a lucky pass was a little through his though. legs because Vera was in a great position. He just missed. I mean, it was literally perfect between his thigh yes. and his calf. Like there's no. There's it was no, a great pass. Yeah, it was a great pass. So we, no, there's no blame for Vera there. But and then the, McMath slow to react to get down. 
and the ball doesn't what? hit him and rolls right in between his legs. Oh, see, that McMath has no fault in that. If he if he blocks that, he's going to get traded to the Premier League because there's no way there's no there's no goalkeeper no, in MLS that is going to. If he's just a little quicker, he gets it. No. Yes. No. People make that save all the time. No, the they don't. Not with that cross yes. run right there they behind the door. Make that save. Yes. They, they, luckily, they sometimes luck. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was. It would have to be luck because they don't know where he's going. He has too many options. You Correct. have to guess. No, it's a good point. Yeah. There's no pointing fingers. It was a total lack in communication within the team, and then also Brody's, you know, touch has always been an issue this entire season and the season before, and it's being exposed now that we don't have as much time on the ball because we're giving it up so frequently without any possession in the center yeah and the same thing happened on the recycled corner right the corner came in we win the ball knock it out Saverino instead of playing it out tries to naively touch the ball and instead plays it outside to where Luna should be but he slips and falls so now he's out of position and their guy's right there to get it back can't be offsides because Severino passed it to him, and he knocks a nice ball in, and get they get a nice deflection. And again, where's McMath? Just kidding. That was so not <laughs> McMath's fault. That's so like right in his face, like bang bang. Like there's no way you're getting that. I love. But, no, I, uh, I don't know if I loved it, but listening to the commentator, I I don't know her name, but I thought she did really well um, when she was talking about Glad. What did she say about Glad marking? <laughs> oh yeah, he was horribly. If you're marking on the wrong side, you're. <laughs> it's like you're not even there. You're useless. You're yeah, useless if you mark the wrong side. Yeah, I got Which, a chuckle out of that. To be fair, Glad had a pretty good game and kept the defense, other than those two instances, pretty well organized. But at that point, we're 23 minutes in and we're down 2-0. And all 15. my friends start texting me swear words, you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, I was at Blue Iguana. I was having you a great time. You didn't <laughs> I was like, 2-0. Me swear man, words. that sucks. <laughs> Another round. <laughs> Were you having mole shots? No, just tequila and mo- mango mojito. I thought you said you were cutting down. I thought you, said, I thought you said you had mole. Isn't mole your thing? Do you know mole? Dude, they have the best mole there. I got the salmon salad. It was delicious. You've huh. never... Oh, dude. I haven't it, had the salmon salad. I always get delicious. the mole. There's like five or seven different moles or something. A blue so iguana? Are you talking red iguana? Red. I went to blue. Oh. Uh, is it dramatically different? I don't know about dramatically. What about but it's the a different color. purple iguana? <laughs> so maybe maybe they're just different. That I one thought, was on Magnum A. You're not supposed to give away... <laughs> I thought we learned that from Dunny. You're not supposed to give away your your favorite food haunts. Oh, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, that's you, him, man. We could not get out of that. I know anyway. he wouldn't share that, would he? So I, I do think that naive is a great oh, way to describe, gosh, dude. <laughs> this, so annoying. This episode, he'll probably be. This in episode the, is very naive. But I, I I thought it was naive. They got outplayed. They got out hustled. They didn't look like they were ready to start the game, which has been a theme uh, when they have uh, time off. I could have went old school Cardinals coach. I could have been like, we knew what they were when we picked them up. We knew what they were and we couldn't stop them. Remember that? No, they are who we think they, they are. They are who we thought they were. That, that's, that's, what, that's what San Jose is. We knew what they were and we let them do what they do anyway. They are behind us too, right? They are three points behind us. This was a great opportunity. You come out, punch them in the mouth, and... And now we're just 
tiebreaker ahead. And you're six points ahead of them, but instead now now they're tied up. So the the first Lame. twenty minutes did not go well, and it looked like really San Jose was lucky or unlucky not to have more goals on RSL. As it turned out, they they found out they had enough goals, but yeah. And so now to Natalie Simon. Congratulations to Natalie Simon, the first black woman ref in MLS. I think in FIFA. Well, I thought it was MLS, but hey, anyway, way to go, Natalie. I think she might have been the first uh, FIFA one as well. Man, that ref really sucked. <laughs> no, she, you know, she did not. Like, I think she was very naive. <laughs> I really do. I'm not just saying it because it, we keep saying the word. I really think she had a naive performance. There were multiple times where she didn't let the play breathe. Multiple times when there were little bumps and she would call the foul. It seemed like a ref that was refing their first game. I even texted my buddy during the game. Is this her first game? And he's like, I don't know. Three seconds later, yes, it is her first game. <laughs> I was I, like, well, good for her. And I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't think she did too bad. I think the, she wasn't poor. She, she was not better poor. than RSL. <sighs> Maybe, and it wasn't yeah. RSL's first game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she was much better than RSL then on the night. But we did get a goal late in the second half. Um, we had uh, some of the players, like Rubin, did he have – how many touches did Rubin have during the game? Not a ton, right? We do seem to have a bunch of players that uh, – How many touches did he have, Brennan? You're our stats guy. Uh, yeah, 14. 14, 11, 27. <laughs> Just making up numbers. <laughs> but there was some players that did – get on like, with the podcast. They did not <laughs> – Don't ask questions we don't, don't ask have questions. answers They struggled. <laughs> I thought Luna struggled. I don't know if he's – if they've figured out a way to – Um, if they've figured out a way to – bring him into the game is he playing the position he needs to be um but i thought i you know i really like rubin i knew <laughs> no I, but I, I, don't, I don't know how he i think his chance that that we got the goal on was was definitely our best chance of the game you know it was a great and, save well and he put him he put himself on the line right like he had to dive and go all out just to get his head on that ball and he did right like good ball in from Brody? No, it was Oviedo. No, no Savarino. Oh, right Sava, yeah, that's right. Saverino. Yeah, so Savarino got it in, and he attacked it and got it on frame, and Daniel, Daniela? Daniel. Daniel, okay. So Daniel put it on, the, you know, made a good save, blocked it, hit the post, fell over to Chicho, who just kind of tapped it slightly <laughs> in, just in enough that... Mensa could clear it off the line. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty interesting. Well, one goal, right? He kicked his leg out and he can't, well, like he hyperextended his oh, knee yeah, or something because he, he missed like it. Like, ah! And just barely got it and kind of blew it into the into the, <laughs> into the net. <laughs> so it looked like at halftime, RSL got a little momentum because they tent, they picked up the the ball, uh, the pressure, the, the pre- oh pressure, the pressure. They controlled the, the ball a little line. bit more. Yeah. Yeah. The end line. And, and we're just guessing what they, he's going to say they, next. 
were like whose line is it anyway where they sing the song with one word at a time yes and <laughs> <laughs> this is a random improv podcast <laughs> yes and so they they picked up the pressure they controlled the ball a little bit more and they got a goal which i thought was deserved a goal unit mm-hmm. and <laughs> go my favorite sports team go going to half two to one and you think okay maybe they're going to come out they got the kinks out they Going to come out in the second half, and they're not no, going to. You, you never thought that. They're not going to play. You say that just to set naive. you up to the set up half. your pessimism, okay? Because you full on were like, "They're not coming back. They're playing like crap. <laughs> they had too long of a break." I, I do think they struggle with that, and we were playing like crap for long stretches of that game. What kind of mental strength do you have where Me? you go on a break, you come back, and you can't? Like, Perform be like, at oh, the same level. we need to focus. Like, w- your job on this earth is to literally play a game. So what should you focus on? The game. The game. So it's like... Yeah, that's yeah. really confusing. I wonder how much of the Savarino stuff, because he, at least he, oh, he, he was looks, there. He yeah. looks so unmotivated. Oh, my gosh. Get that guy off the field sometimes. He, he did go on. He did get on a plane with him. Yeah, he was there. He was there. Doesn't, You've got the moose stuff. But he doesn't feel fully engaged, does he? He's definitely not playing so at his highest level. What? Well, that's it, he feels a soloed, and that's why he was doing all those dumb shots because he doesn't feel like he has help. But it's also he's probably not communicating to people. He needs to talk to a therapist. You know what? Maybe even a chaplain, Jr. He, you know who uh, was talking shout to? Shout out Jr. the chaplain. He was talking to uh, Jesus Palacio. Palacio. Did you see the social media where Palacio was walking around with this? Selfie oh yeah, yeah. I didn't hear what they were saying though, because it was all in Spanish. Oh, and I don't understand. You can't Spanish. hear Spanish. You don't <laughs> hear Spanish. <laughs> Couldn't hear it. It was in Spanish. I was like, "Why is it on mute?" <laughs> uh, yeah, no. He he was joking around with. Sounds like Palacio has some uh, a serious uh, personality. Like he's he's a fun dude. Oh he, yeah, he's very upbeat. He was engaging everybody and joking around, and they were trying to make him speak English and you know stuff. Yeah. So it was good. No, it was good, but you could tell uh, Chicho didn't want to talk to him on camera. And really? <laughs> Sama did not want to talk to him. Oh, I didn't see that part. Yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, the only part I saw he was talking to. Um, What's his bucket? Anelli. Yeah. <laughs> Anelli was like... Anelli was uh, trying to speak yeah, Spanish. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, sure. See. Oh. See. See. Uh, see. Then he talked to Laffelson. You'll see. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. So, halftime? Halftime. Anything? <laughs> what? what do we have for halftime? There we go. Halftime. Now it's officially halftime. Uh, Anything you want to talk uh, about? Halftime. I think we should talk about choke cherries. Oh, I love choke cherries. We used to have a choke cherry tree right out there with the birds ate it. Killed the it. whole tree? They killed it. They Did they choke the on it? The birds attacked it? Yeah. yeah. They found it um, because we had a choke cherry tree and, and Alicia would make uh, the voice of... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Choke the, cherry the, trees. The voice, the intro and outro voice of our random fan podcast. She made she make choke cherry syrup, and it was really really good. Wow! But the tree got big enough, and the birds found it. And one year they just demolished it, killed it. Brennan, how does your wife contribute to the podcast? <laughs> she lets him come. Because <laughs> literally, podcast. like she doesn't l- listen to it at all. 
I could I could talk so much crap on her. <laughs> she would never know. know and she's even got like, too. Yeah, yeah. Like no no worries. My she wife listens to podcasts too, just not this one. Sports <laughs> ones. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Not about her favorite sports team. Well, yeah, Alright, so, so is that halftime? We about done. <laughs> uh Moose. Uh Anelli. Um Anything random? Okay. (laughs) Oh, I shot a 39. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a golf score? Yeah. Three over par on a nine hole. Nice. Forest Lake? Four lakes? Uh, Meadowbrook. Oh, okay. Meadow Forest. I thought you said Mountain Dale. Mountain View. Dale? Mountain View. Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew's a course? I don't know. It's one of those down there in West Jordan. I used to golf, but I had to give up swearing. That's such a naive uh, comment, Brent. Oh my gosh! <laughs> second half, here we go. <laughs> so we start the second half very naively. Yeah, we do. We do also we not have pessimistic because we're why like, does everybody? No, okay. So kickoffs. It's stupid nowadays. Everybody kicks it back to their goalie, and their goalie kicks it as hard as he can, and it never amounts to anything ever. We tried that once. Have you seen the that yeah, ever they, amount to anything? We I had the a, goalkeeper kicks it and <laughs> then everybody runs down and headbutts the other goalie. It it never works. However, if you watch the LA LAFC game, LA did it to LAFC, but they didn't do a big booming kick. They worked it down and I think it was four or five passes and it was goal right after LAFC scored. Anyway. Wow. If you watch that kind of stuff, so how did how naive did we play in this again? I think it's silly the way we do kickoffs. Like we have no plan. We don't. There's no been, creativity. Are we being a little naive to keep talking about that, or should we just kickoffs? We, you know, what? we should just call it. You know, the second half, nothing happened. Um, I mean, we played better. We did play marginally better than we did in the first half. We did. We and had, I we, like that about RSL. We had some great opportunities. We could have done some things. We step in and we, we play better as the game progresses, I feel like, in general. Yeah, but then what's with the subbing? What was the point of the subbing? What? You know, subbing is its own psychology. It's got its own, like, zip code, you know? So with the subs, these were interesting. I thought Luna came in for Gomez. Other way around. Other way around. Yep. Gomez came in for Luna in the 64th minute. And Luna was all over the place. He he couldn't even run straight. I don't know what. I don't know how. There. I don't know if Pablo even wants to figure out how to play Luna. I don't. I don't know if I would want to figure out Luna. I can't figure him out. Can you figure him out? I would love to figure him out. I mean, tell him to hang out. I think he's talented. I think he can do it. I'll some balls to him. I just don't know. Like, he'll disappear for large stretches of time. He doesn't show. He's not in the passing lanes. And then he's like... And I think for him, it's kind of like my daughter today after soccer practice. She was like, Dad, I was working my butt off and I was making runs and nobody hit me on any of the runs I made. And I'm like... But you still got to keep making the runs. You still got to keep doing the work. There's one ball and there's 11 players on your team. They can't get you the ball on every good run. But if you disengage or emotionally check out, that's worse. 
than not making the run. So listen well, kids. There you go. There's our kid quote of the day. There's our kid moment of the day. What did she have to say about back heels? <laughs> I almost swore when she said that. Dad, I want to learn how to back heel. <laughs> Chicho got a yellow? Yeah. He was pissed and mm. yelling at people. Yeah, that ref really sucked. Like, I, oh, she I did not. She was fine. She did not no. do a good job. She I mean, wasn't great. I think she must have been, you know, uh, interning at uh, Ted Uncle's Academy over there. Well, <laughs> did you see that? He has his own academy. Yeah, well, it's for balding men or upcoming referees. Well, one of the either things one. that either we're very fortunate that red. I thought she did well. I thought she controlled the players Ugh. pretty well. I didn't even see her half the time. Is she there? She was kind of like Luna. She kind of just like faded away a couple times. But we're lucky that she didn't overreact because Vera was that close. That close to getting his second yellow. I would have given him a yellow for that second tackle. Which we're, one? The one that... Uh, he came in behind a player and kind of swiped at him and knocked him down. Oh, and then kind of shoved him after. Yeah, I thought that was definitely yellow worthy. Are you going to be a ref? Are you just going to do it? Nah, dude, that was just Jackson Ewell trying to get him a second yellow. I did not like, and I think that's probably what worked against them because every time she called a foul, Jackson Ewell was in her face trying to get her get that second yellow on Vera, and she was like, "I'm not going to give him the second yellow because you're yelling in my face." I think. There's a little bit of that. So I thought she did well. Uh, I thought we were lucky to keep Vera on the field. And But back to the subs, Gomez for Luna. I I thought Luna – I would rather see Luna in there if you're going to play the kids. But play the kids and get it figured out. Gomez did better than Luna did. And I thought. Julio for Rubin. I, they don't know how to – they don't know what to do with Julio either. Or Rubin, yeah. I mean – I think Julio's talented, but like they they they're not playing him full game. They're not playing him first half. Well, I know? don't think he's. I don't think Julio's a starter. I don't think he On knows. Team, I don't think he knows how to be a starter. I think he's not. I don't think he has the soccer acumen we want him to have. Are you saying he's a little naive? Yes. Yes, I am saying that, Brent. Thank you for helping me make my point. It's like last was two games ago or whatever. Ball comes through. He's off. Luna's on. Luna's like, leave it, and he just dribbles in and shoots it anyway. It's he it just his soccer acumen is not what we thought it was, and you but know, his his uh, enthusiasm is way up there. Yeah, he is enthusiastic and he wants to be on the field. Gotta Which is that. true, yeah. And so he's a good teammate, it looks like. It looks like everybody likes him. Uh, but it's not coming together. We're not getting that final product from him. Which is what we're paying him for. Which is kind of a time where I really miss Justin Merrill. Stop saying that. Makes you so sad, doesn't it? Yeah. I miss him, dude. This is where well, the time I of year he would step in. And deliver a couple of random goals, just like in RSL Random Fan Podcast delivers Dunny randomly, right? Like, boom. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Dunny's in. And, you know, then he delivers those strikes that are important when they matter. And I don't know, besides Arango, who we have that can do that now. But Arango was... Playing high quality, he delivered that ball to the back post to Savarino, who uh, just kind of oh. naively took mm. a header. 
Who heads the ball like that? I don't know. It looks like he was trying to get out of the way. It kind of did. I was like, oh, what oh, is it's happening? Gonna, it's it's going to hit me in the head. Summon Miram, please. <laughs> don't let it hit me in the head. <sighs> so he's supposed to be our veteran presence, Severino is, right? With the young kids on our wingers. And um, well, at least he went to they, the game. They need to figure out his situation. Like, if he shouldn't be on the field, realistically, he should not. He's, he's, he's not playing like he. If he's not focused, he's got stuff outside that's always on his mind. I mean, you're seeing the quality that he's bringing at the moment, and it's not worth it. I think putting somebody else, somebody younger, so that way we can talk about how young the squad is, and that's why we lost. <laughs> blame it on the youth. Blame it on the youth, and blame it on the fact that you know, we didn't have a four. The four four two is not working. But it's better than having an old squad and losing and blaming it on them being old because they're only getting older. Well, I think the fact we need to blame the fact that our team did not step up, regardless of age, knowledge, experience, skin color, favorite color, what where their res- restaurant that they like the most is what size no. shoe they wear they did not step up as a actual unit on the field and it shows that we're not fully um, connected with what the plan is and what our identity is at the moment and maybe you know they can't hear spanish so that kind of they can't communicate <laughs> yeah so their units aren't Pablo stepping up on the spanish, field okay he's like si, se puede, and, then, mijos. and then we only used unless i missed it three subs well, Four. two two at once, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Really Luna mistaken. and Rubin, and then the the one that just blew my mind, and Julio, and then you can't say that about the our captain. minute. Okay. Do you know how hard it is to paint a corner? It is very expensive. Okay. If we if we the paint a corner, guard we mean business. Okay. Beckham's not even here, but it's still up. You know why? It's too expensive to paint. Crylock. All right. Crylock for Harongo. I guess you got to get him out. For I think, rest? I think Garongo no. was hurt. He was pointing at something when he came off. Yeah. Like his but, hip or something. But Pablo's thought is we're gonna start we're gonna get tired, so we're just gonna send balls in the box. Krylock is tall, he has some experience, maybe gets a backside of something. He didn't get a single chance. They didn't really even get him the ball. I think he kicked it twice. Was he down there though? Like did he yeah. make it down to the I box? Mean, was, I saw one where I mean he, he we was, gave him plenty he, of time. He kinda missed the whole play. He was Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those where you're like hustling to anticipate the next move and you just run into the wrong spot. Yeah. And you're like, oh, the ball went the exact opposite way. Yeah, I never did that because I was never a center back. You know, I was always up top scoring goals. (laughs) 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 Back in your day, huh? Back in my day. So it ended up 2-1 victory for San Jose. So now they are... Uh, tied with RSL. If you look at the standings, well, let's look at the stats. We're six. RSL, 55%, which uh, possession. And San Jose was kind of comfortable letting them have the ball in the second half. Was that fair? Yeah. Yeah, they weren't doing anything with it. They weren't, we they were weren't afraid. Really I think they got scared when they saw Crylock. No, they were man. like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. He's oh, going to no. get us. He's so kind. It's Crylock. No demiracle today. Demiracle. It's and a then debacle. 19 shots, 7 shots on goal. I think we created we were more dangerous in the second half um let's see what was the one i can't believe judson didn't get a yellow he had like crosses two times he just ran into people mm. straight up ran him over see that's what i'm telling we you know, that referee just so does not know how to do the job oh she was fine a little she naive. was fine she did great she and was then naive you know that this is how this is how you tell 
<laughs> this is how you can tell that Anderson Julio really wasn't engaged with the team. Mm-hmm. He only had, there was only tell. one outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's right. He you was know, that's a funny thing you say. I was thinking about this on the ride over here. I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, if we did put Julio as a winger, it'd be less chances of him being offside. Like, because he has to run an extra 10 yards before he would be offside. Fouls? Did you see the fouls? 15, 15 to 6. Wow, six. Deflection hard. That no, was I, was going, I was going right with you to... Come hit. on, Crawley update. Thanks, Tyler <laughs> Thomas. What's up with your Crawley Town FC, huh? No, I was creating... I was, I was working with what you said to say... Do you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> When people change subjects right after you've talked about a subject and slightly cut you off because you, they think you're done, but you thought you weren't. That's what really grinds my gears. Anyways, anyway, how's Arsenal doing? 15 to 15 <laughs> fouls. 15 fouls. That's what I'm saying. She called everything. Everything. Like, so many f- things that weren't really fouls. Well, maybe and it was very lopsided. They fouled us just as much as we fouled them. Obviously she just not. didn't call Obviously it. not. Obviously not. 15 to 6. Yeah. I think that's, that's a, I think not Tyler, how the foul total really should have gone I in think, this game. I think that's a naive comment, Tyler. I think you're a naive comment. I think comment. that joke has been beaten. Because look at the shots much. on target 18 or 19 shots for us, 16 for them, 7 on target. Six for them, but three of those were just lofted <laughs> crosses that went right at the goalie. So, I mean, we didn't really test them. And, you know, it's another crazy stat, too. So, RSL had six block shots and San Jose had three. Now, if, if you think about it, if they didn't block three of those shots, we could be winning. You know, that's a very good thing to look at. If you look at the stats and we, and we take away some of the numbers. So... So, anyway. so we lose 2-1. So we lose 2-1, to one, and the second half was slightly boring and congested and annoying. And Natalie did a good job. And Thank you, Natalie. And the only thing that was more annoying than that is the fact that I keep bringing up the naivety of both teams. Really, though, the ARs are really terrible. You know, <laughs> if you look at Logan Brown and Ian McKay, what were they doing? It looked like they were just running back and forth. Well, like, isn't that their job and then to be Tim looking? Ford is they just hanging out with Pablo the whole game. Oh, and VAR, I mean, are you really even checking anything? Well, Evan? you know the ARs weren't doing anything because we only got one offside, and Julio was in for how long? Uh, yeah, they must have missed a bunch. Yeah. Of that's See, true. that's what I'm saying. I want to be the fourth official. We need to do orange slices. We haven't done orange slices we in a haven't. bit. We haven't. Are oh you going to give gosh. an orange slice? I'm going to give an orange slice to AR1 Logan Brown. <laughs> That guy put in the miles today, and I think I think he's gonna be oh the center official someday. I don't think he wants to. Is that the guy? Was he bald? Who, who, who's Logan? Was Logan the guy on the? He left? was the guy that wasn't Ian McKay. Oh, that's right. He was on the opposite. He side. was the one that was on the run. He's on the run. Logan run. Logan. Logan's run. Logan. Logan Brown. Logan's run. Anyway, Logan. So I wanted to bring up the stats or the. Standings in the well, Western Conference. Can we conference. hold off on that? Sure. Cool. <laughs> what did for you, what? For, for what? what? what I just wonder if we could hold off on that. <laughs> Why are we holding off? I don't know. You just asked a question, so I was just like, yeah, maybe. All so right. the Western standings. Conference. St. Louis. Standing. St. St. Louis at 49. Then you've got second. Who tied? Right? No, St. Louis Second lost, place right? through, oh, actually 12th place is 10 points. 
Houston is pretty tight. That's... Houston passed us, and so did Vancouver. Because yeah, we could have. We had an opportunity points. to be. If we'd have won the game, we would have been in third place with Not, LAFC. So yeah, tied with LAFC. We're close. One win and a couple losses. We're we're back at the top of the table, but we we're, we do some losses. We're going to be three points out from contention. second. Three points from second place, and we're five points out of the playoffs. Four points, yeah. That's yeah. bonkers, man. And we played Dallas, who's in eleventh at thirty-five points. So we got to get a result at home. We do, Dallas. We got to get a lot of results, two, positive ones. Two How about wins. Let's, two let's big wins. home games that could. RSL likes to be the underdog, and that's another thing that's kind of naive. You, X dog. We need this to get to the sabotage, isn't it? Yeah, we need yeah. to get to the point it's like where a toxic relationship. we're okay w- with being the favorite. We mm-hmm. want to be. We want people to come and give us their best shot instead of, you know, oh, we we're the underdogs. So we're not that far away from over, being team. out come, of the playoffs. But you FC know what? Dallas, that's that's what Miami's getting right now. They're getting everybody's best shot. Which is funny because nobody wants Miami to make the playoffs. Because <laughs> do you really want to see Messi running? We here need in the to playoffs? be able to Pat Benatar this crap. I was right? just gonna make a <laughs> reference. Dang it! We want people to hit hit, hit me, me with, with your, your best, best shot. shot. Come on and hit me with your best shot. Fire away! Man, love of the, love is a bad. And I think, awesome. <laughs> um, but after the that, Eastern Benatar Conference. drops off dramatically. Man. I, There's know, not a lot she went after through that. a rough patch. Yeah, I, mean, I think she had some behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, it's rough to be a star back in the '80s. You know what I mean? A lot of cocaine <laughs> so and a lot of bad cocaine. decisions. You know? Yeah. But the Eastern Conference, I think, is better than the Western Conference this year. Mm. Uh, I don't know. You know what it could be? The it playoff could be lines that in the same the spot. The bottom four teams are way worse. Than the West Side. That's why the West Side is so tight and the East Side is so. I think the yeah, somebody is, was trying to make a, a point that it, oh, if if you were Atlanta and the you're in sixth in the East, and then if you come over to the West, you're second place. Well, yeah, but also the playoff line is at thirty five points on both sides. Thirty six on in the West. Yeah, thirty six and thirty five. Oh, wow. Nine and ten, right? And in the East, it's thirty five and thirty three. So like. The best teams are in. That's the point, right? So there's no, there's no argument there. Yeah. So RSL's remaining schedule. They got FC Dallas at home on Wednesday, September twentieth. Big big game. FC Dallas could jump from eleventh to seventh or celebrating if eighth if they if the results go their way. And Minnesota, Portland, and Kansas City all have relatively tough games. So that that we're gonna have a we're gonna see a motivated FC Dallas team, and the the competition has been really close. I think in the last um, eleven games, we've won three games, they've won three, and there's been five draws. So pretty even over the last eleven games with FC Dallas, and then we have Vancouver, who you would think is below us, but they're actually above us at the in the standings. So that is tough. You have two motivated teams that one wants to catch RSL. One wants to keep them from catching them because I think we're only three points away from Vancouver. Well, actually, you, one point away. I think we want the <laughs> one of them wants to not catch us and the other one wants us to beat them. Not catch them. <laughs> okay. Love it, man. Yeah, we're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month, though, as well. So and keep then, that in mind on the 15th. And then after that, so we've got the two home games and then we've got the loss. I mean, then we go to LAFC. 
Oh my gosh! Just believe in the team that you follow. If you believe in that's that's what I don't understand. Why aren't you sitting down when they sing that? Because you're just like so pessimistic about. I'm know, not. I'm. I'm you're pragmatic. Like, do you know forty-seven percent of the roster represents ten countries? Do you see how Hispanic. he did that? Do you see how they did that? We were going in this direction, and then somehow there was a red light, and then he, 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 construction zone, and he made us turn <laughs> way over here. And now I've even forgotten what we were just talking about because now I'm thinking about that. Two big home games. And then he said LAFC and you think he should believe in them, that we can beat them even though we can't. There's not a lot of proof behind that. <laughs> well, it would be just like RSL to lose these next two home games and go to LAFC and win. No, we're going to win both of them. Well, then if we win both home games, we'll probably go to LAFC and lose. No, we're not. Usually how the playoff no, lines at 45 points, usually, at the end of the season. We're really only two wins away from clinching our playoff berth. So we've it's got... not it's not that bad. But if we save those two, <laughs> if we lose a couple games here in a row, we're gonna start stressing and it's gonna start. Uh, we need anyway. we need six points in the next three games. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I think. Yeah, and then we can take a breath and then worry about our fine tuning rather than. Do we have the best eleven players on the field? I really wish we have three home games players. left, and two of them are this week. Then we have away, home, and then two away games to end the season at home against Kansas City, who would love to knock us out of it, whatever we're at, and then LA Galaxy and and the Colorado Rapids on the road. So scores around the league on Saturday: NYCFC and the Red Bull played to a zero-zero draw. Boring. Atlanta. Destroyed the took them apart. The Messi did, did you see the first goal in that game? No, the one that didn't go in. Campana with his left foot. Okay, so somebody else shot it and it banged off the crossbar. First of all, Campana running right. That's not takes a drink. It with That's his a left foot. Yeah, he's he's a good looking. Have you ever had your your mate? Yeah. Is good it pretty stuff. good? I heard Messi just drinks it like all the time. Just don't do is the this frustrating mate de bobo. For me to change the subject? No, <laughs> no, I'm right there with you, bro. <laughs> just don't take the mate de bobo. Don't be the first really guy to take that mate. mate. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So he takes it with it. He's running right. He takes it with his left foot and he chips. Dude. Miles Robinson, who's one of the best defenders in MLS, and then volleys it with his left foot out of the air. After he just chipped, for it was a beautiful rainbow right over his mm. head. Miles Robinson was like, ah! and then Campana banged it in the top of the goal. It was probably goal of the year for me. Nice, that beautiful uh. the guy was almost bucked up. Over and there, uh, huh? Brooks Lennon had a nice yep. goal. And then yeah, <clears throat> then Atlanta came back and kicked their trash five Aww. to three. Yeah. Five to three. Five to two. Five I to think. two. Sorry. Oh jeez. And then Charlotte and DC yeah. United and Montreal and Chicago both played to zero zero draws. Orlando four three over Columbus. Philly and Cincinnati two two draw. That was a tell of two halves too. Toronto lost to Vancouver one to two. And da- FC Dallas Toronto, just giving away Ooh, one to one against scary. Seattle. That's scary. Houston one to one against St. Louis, and I think Corey Baird got a goal in that game. Dude, well, that that's goal, showing the skill of Houston. If you go watch that goal, that's how I want RSL to play. Like, Houston are a bunch of big, whiny babies, and they probably should have had a couple guys tossed out based upon the oh, yeah, frustrations they, and whining to the ref and all this, you know, stuff. But that goal that they score, that's oh, it's a good, good team goal, man. 
I want Real to play like that. Wasn't Corey Baird crashing the back post and yeah, bangs it in, giving goes in the box mm. and just ah, oh, it's beautiful, man. Good goal. SK Kansas City beat Minnesota one to zero. Colorado beat New England, and New England is ha- is enjoying quite the uh, tumultuous tumultuous yeah I season i mean did you hear about the whole bruce arena thing bruce like arena whole... resigned and uh, oh he resigned so they must have he must have done something bad well i mean a lot of people came out to support him is he catholic i don't what's, know what's I, the deal? It, it still hasn't really come out all the way he's been such a Somebody's... icon in the in the game for so long yeah that i think a lot of people don't want to tarnish his image but also like it wouldn't hurt to tell us what happened you know Somebody, I read somewhere that he made his coaches sign NDAs. <laughs> Non-disclosure agreements? <laughs> yeah. So they can't talk about him once they leave. Huh. And then also Caitlin, 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 Caitlin. Oh, yeah. She went at him, but she had nothing to go on. But yeah, she, she suggested there might be a racial statements and they didn't appreciate that. So she got a 30 day vacation. Oh, did they, they, they suspended her? They suspended her for 30 days. I remember reading about it. Because she was speculating, it. right? She was speculating, and it turns out it wasn't that. Uh, there wasn't a racial component. At least, who knows, but um, we haven't got the full story on what. Uh, on any side yet. Any side. And they wow. did just hire Tab Ramos. Oh, did they? Yeah, today. And because Richie Williams, I think, is the interim or something. No. Well, Richie and, and, and Bruce have been together for years, dude. He played for Bruce. And there's and then some he, inner stuff going on there. Richie I've, was... I've read some stuff that Richie kind of sandbagged Bruce. Oh, really? <laughs> Shoot. I think uh, I read one where supposedly Bruce told Richie he was going to let him go at the end of the year. And then Richie's like, okay. And then snitch. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah? I'm going to sabotage your career. I'll take some stitches. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's, so New England lost to Colorado, 2-1, to one, to pour salt in the wound. To <laughs> lose to Colorado. the worst team in the league. And then LAFC beat the Galaxy 4-2, to two, as you mentioned earlier. And Portland is making a run, 2-1, to one, over yeah, the, Austin. The pink couches came back and scored. Austin Maybe. hasn't figured it out this year. Yeah. And I think it's a good time for Austin to not figure it out. I think it's a good time for them to not make the playoffs, not think that they invented soccer. You know what I mean? You Certain love to fan see bases lo- just got to be humbled a little bit. Take a couple of years in the non-playoff side of the league and and then, uh, you know, come back later. Cool. Agreed. Agreed. So that's the scores. Mm-hmm. And should we talk about Come on. It's the Come On Crowley update. What grinds your gears, Brennan? Oh, okay. <laughs> Every time he asks a stupid question, he's the host. He's like, should we talk about this? I'm like, well, you're the host. You tell us what we talk about. Well, I'm a people pleaser. Oh, is that what you are? Yeah. Mm. It's always pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, that a, was that a naive statement? <laughs> Sorry, was that naive of me <laughs> to say? Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Oh man! But you I was trying are... to do the "Come on, Carly" update as positive as possible. Come on, but you're a little pessimistic because the coach is this, that, and then the owner we is have... this and that. Trending. Things are things are trending in Oof. the right way. Knock on wood. They they beat Tranmere, and they had to overcome the fired coach, interim coach, um, 
uptick. Tranmere let their coach go last week, and you know what happens every time somebody fires a coach. It's like, oh, that next game, everybody's fired up. Oh, I don't want to get, I don't want to be the next person out the door. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tranmere came in, they went up one nothing, and then uh, at halftime, Crowley came back with a lovely goal. I showed you some of the highlights. They are playing some very good football. Lots of good passes. I love the way they possess the ball. Especially the corner of the 18. That's one thing that RSL is lacking right now. They have picked up. Scott Lindsay knows what he's doing. He wants to possess the ball. I thought one game they had like 76% possession or something like that. Wow. I love it, man. I love that possession style game. It's beautiful. It allows then, you to have a lot of back hills in the box. <laughs> they're going to have to. Why are you going to be like that, man? Why are you going to throw that at me? <laughs> they do. Uh, they're in a situation right now where they they make a lot they, of runs without getting the ball to them, but they still have to keep no, going. No, they, they go on their front, play on the front foot. How do you You're going to have to over uh, outscore them. Of your foot, back oh. of your foot. Front what I'm trying to get to is they need to improve their defense because the second goal was just they, they tie the game up one-to-one and then they gave away one of the funniest, simplest, uh, go from like just past the half half line, pass through the middle, uh, through a uh, a forward making a run, and the central defender just kind of lets the ball go, expecting the the goalie's going to come out and pick it up, but the Tranmere forward gets to it first, and boom, we're down two to one. But then Crawley comes back and scores two goals, one in the ninety seventh minute, with um, like you do. And they win three to two. Where was, what was the other one? What was the the other one was the where they the give and go and stuff and then oh. uh, Ronan Darcy tiki tacky tiki tacky Ronan Darcy uh, nice goal Mr. shot Darcy. in the box and it kind of deflects in and then the last one was Khalidi Lolos who and some of these players like Ronan Darcy and Khalidi Lolos Ronan I love that name Ronan they picked up from the National League yeah mm. I know Khalidi was playing in the National League but they also got McGuire's brother. Yeah, Trenton. No. Harry. <laughs> Harry McGuire. Harry McGuire's brother, who's played really well, came in. Uh, and But they scored in the 97th. They did make the BBC News, though. Oh, what was that? For throwing projectiles at the goalie. Come on. Boy, Come on, Boys Crawley. in the Eden Utilities stand over there behind the goal. Oh man! Wankers. Come on, Wankers. And they threw some flares. They threw some flares. <laughs> I don't think you'd say that on the. <laughs> they threw a couple flares onto the field, and they're like, "Take that!" Oh, you just can't do that. Now Crawley's going to probably have to pay a fine, and you know if they really, really wanted to, they might they can dock them points. I don't think it'll get. You know what we should series. do? We should we should ask the owner if he cares about that, because some owners would be like, "Dude, I'll take the crazy." Into it, fans all day, and I'll pay their fines. Well, I think the but the maybe at- there too. The atmosphere at the games has been incredibly. It's been great this year. Oh, it's been great. Okay, it's an improvement from last year because the team's playing better. Yeah, but you just cannot tolerate throwing stuff at the other keeper. Agreed. No, yeah, that's it's uh, throw stuff at your own keeper. Absolutely. Oh yeah, that or, or or not throw stuff at any you know, keeper. Yeah. Throw popcorn because it's never going to get there. Throw teddy, teddy bears. bears on the field. Throw teddy bears and kick childhood throw cancer. That, <laughs> throw like a... So, That's a terrible <laughs> image. If you could throw like a, a paper airplane and, and get it to hit the keeper, that would take way more skill. You and put an eye out. You got to be careful. It would be way That's more true. like, you know, appreciated by the fans than 
throwing a battery or well, something. Well, the the stadium is only like you know ten rows high, so you can't, it's really hard to get. It the seats lift. Gotta, almost seven thousand people. Come on. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it is well, quite a large. It's more like five or six. <laughs> large but. stadium. Okay. But anyway, so the three-two win, and uh, they're playing. They're in sixth place. Sixth in League Two after eight games, which no one thought. I don't think they're getting relegated. I don't know. I think they'll be. Are they pushing. still ahead of? No, Wrexham and Knox County are up top. Wrexham made it back up top. Wrexham is like in fourth. Knox County is like second. Oh, didn't they beat Knox County? I mean, Knox County might. No. So what's on the what's on here? what's happening in Wrexham, the better team in uh, League up, Two. Wrexham? What's up, Wrexham? We're in fourth place I just with a solid that. 15 points. Crawley uh, with 12. Crawley with 14. Um, if you want to check your facts there, big boy. Uh, the, I'm looking Crowley's it up right now. Sixth. <laughs> Crowley's in wow. sixth place. Took a whole drum Wrexham roll for that, huh? is in me on the keyboard. fourth. And what's crazy is Crawley has, has uh, won their last two. But Wrexham is on a three-game winning streak. Well, they did beat to, Grimsby Town. They did, and it just seems that Ryan Reynolds knows how to how to play here. Okay, they know what they're doing. So, and for those of you that don't really know who Grimsby Town FC is, don't worry, no one else does either. <laughs> oh man, we need to pick new teams. You know what I mean? I think we should. I think this is fun. Well, I think we should we should find here. like one of the like the lowest leagues and like just pick a team. Stockport. Like Port. Oh, that's why that's why I picked Crowley. And I've thought about I I remember a few years before I picked Crowley Town. Stevenage made a a run from way down from the National League in the FA Cup. I think they beat a Premier League team in the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, Stevenage might be nice, but once Crowley and I cross paths. Yeah, that was it. Grimsby doesn't even have a Twitter, man. It's very what? disappointing. Come on, Grimsby Town. I really like the name MK Dons. I think that's really cool. Michael Keaton's Dons. Michael well, Kors. Okay. Michael Kors. Oh, you're high I was fashion. listening. Sorry. I was listening to another podcast. I think it was the. <gasps> you whore. To what podcast. are you doing? EFL, an oh. EFL podcast, oh. and they were talking about we'll Cheltenham. 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 Cheltenham, where your sister lives. I don't know if you know that. I know she's his a sister lives there. Yeah, it's like this whole thing. She like, lives in England. She lives in England, and he's yeah. very very proud. And she has Just, two kids, not one. Oh, so she's supplying so she's even the favorite. more. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, man. Posterity is a big thing around okay. here. Yeah, it's true. She has a better fashion sense than me. Wow. I don't know if I go that far. Oh, you would. You have better hair. <laughs> She not have good hair. Oh, she's she bald. No, total mess. She's a bald. she's going bald. Rough. Okay. No, they were talking about Cheltenham. Okay, Cheltenham County. Seven games in, the Robins. Gotcha. They're in League One. Uh huh. Zero goals scored. Whoa. Seven games without a goal scored. They haven't in fired a goal one? in League One, and they're not in last place. What? They have one point. I guess they had a zero-zero draw there somewhere, <laughs> but somehow Fleetwood only has one point. Oh, Fleetwood Mac. What's no, their song? what's their song? Which one? Fleetwood Mac. That they're very famous for. They have a whole Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, because aren't you like a fangirl over there? Oh yeah, they're the you know 1967 band that was formed by Peter Green, Jeremy <laughs> Spencer, and Mick Fleetwood, of course. 
And he, you know, he was into RVs. And that's why Fleetwood is a sounds like <laughs> should be an oh, RV was company. Wasn't he cla- Cadillac or something? So yeah, I thought that was pretty amazing. Seven <laughs> games in, and you haven't scored a goal. Yeah, things can get worse. Yikes! I mean, it could be worse. I mean, you could be a Man U fan. Who did they lose to? I don't know. I can't. It's really hard because when I when I try to when I'm going through that whole thing of like trying to find who's recording the League Two matches, and I was like, wait, it doesn't really matter. Um, it's I I lose my train of thought, and then I was like, wait a second, how much do they spend on average for a player? Oh, that's right, it's nowhere near League Two. I get it, but that's fine. Well, well Crowley's Crowley's um, budget, their uh, their player allotment, how much they spend on players is like. Just under two million dollars <laughs> for wow. their entire team. The wages. Anyway, See, that's Wrexham, enough. Wrexham does the same thing, but how are they so much better? I don't understand. Like, it all was, comes down to Hollywood. It must be. It's Hollywood. They're selling their souls. Speaking of selling our souls, Man City top of the league in uh, shocking. Well, you have to have shocker. a soul to sell one. Why, why is it that like as long as you win, you can break the rules? It's like hey. Spend extra money. Don't tell anybody. But if you win, that's good. That's good. Just pump some extra oil out. Yeah, it's like, hey, uh, you guys have spent way too much money. Uh, But you've won the league too many times for us to say, hey, you can't do that anymore. They lead in every statistical category. The only team to score more goals than Man City so far this year. Brighton. 14. Brighton has 15. That's right. But the three goals given up all season in five games is tops in the league goal differential 11 after again only five games i struggle with menu because we spend a lot of money we have some personal issues that needed to be checked before we purchase people um and then i feel avoid yeah you avoid the bad ones it's so weird um but you have a coach that has a a style, a game plan or whatever. And it's a style that isn't robust. It's not something that is consecutively winning, you know, showing success. And then you put that on one of the largest teams in the world to then enforce that same ideal that is not fully successful. And you purchase players that are below the standard of what the club used to be. And then you expect them to be in the top five. Doesn't make any sense. And Man United, Newcastle, and Chelsea all at 12, 13, and 14. Oh, literally. I think I those think are three Man teams U... that are spending a lot of money right now. Well, I think Man U is definitely going to be below the top six. And Chelsea, Chelsea needs to rebuild from yeah. inside out. It's not buying yeah. players, it's not doing it, it's a no. total rebuild. With their entire staff. Yeah, Pulisic's yeah. doing well in Milan, AC Milan, right? Well, till the Derby this week. But other than that, he's been doing well. Yeah. Yeah. And surprisingly, Tottenham. Yeah. yeah Tottenham. What do we think of Tottenham? <laughs> number two. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. One of my yeah. buddies that I work at at the gym, um, he was talking to this guy, and I was like, You're a Tottenham fan? And he's like, Yeah. Well, no, it's just for sure, whatever. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And then I start to walk away, and my gym buddy goes, what do we think of Tottenham? And I go, shoot. <laughs> he goes, what do we think of that? And I was like, Tottenham. I was like, that was the coolest thing I've ever done at the gym today. <laughs> the gym bros coming through. Yeah. Do you guys go to the gym? Uh, I know I you don't. <laughs> what? I lift in my living room. 
<laughs> well, they don't know who I'm pointing Today's to. Today's game was uh, Nottingham Forest. Our boy Hudson Adoy. 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 Oh, he scored the goal. I was talking about That's a banger. I was talking about Matt Turner, but you know what's uh, yeah, hey. Good job, Hudson Adoy. Another great? guy from Chelsea. Couldn't get time at Chelsea. Goes somewhere else, does fine. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gibbs White. And Arsenal. Let's go Gunners. How's that report? They won one to nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it was a weird game, but uh, they did win. They scored, I think, three goals. Two were called back because one guy's pinky toe was offside. You know how they do that in the Premier League. Oh, my gosh. If it's, you know, with Garnacho was onside. You get just saying. 0.4 of an inch of, I mean, they right. They cut it close. Like, they yeah. cut it close. Yeah, they Some guy close. in that lab coat runs out there with a protractor. I think you get three centimeters of, I, I read the rules one time. I think it's three well, centimeters. my thing is I hate when they decide when the ball is being kicked. Right. Because sometimes they're, they're stopping it as he's like about to touch it. Sometimes he's already like fully touching it. And how can you tell? If his foot is shaped differently. Yeah, like if, if you have a size 14, they're going to think you're kicking the ball early. Right. You know what I mean? But if you have a size and nine and a half, that's sideways, just not a man's size that's by a any totally means. Different, <laughs> different way to go. That's why there needs to be a sensor in the ball if you're going to cut it that close. I really agree. I don't know what you said about the foot size, but the man size foot. Size two do you wear, Brennan? Uh, ten and a half. Okay. Brent? <laughs> 14. <laughs> I think he's a nine. <laughs> we hope you have enjoyed this episode of the oh, RSL there you Random go. Okay. Podcast. So, I'm tired. Now we've all Brent, compared Tyler, sizes. and Brennan every week wherever you get your podcasts. Share with your soccer-loving friends, download, subscribe, <laughs> no. rate, and follow. We'll you can find them on Have Twitter at RSL Random Fan and at RSL Random Fan Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. You can also reach out via email at rslrandomfanpodcast at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening.